0: Hello, welcome to episode six. Thank you all for continuing to listen. I really appreciate each of you that have been listening. My little group of fellow spooky listeners continues to grow. And I'm just surprised that anybody even cares about what I say. So, (laughs) so thank you to those of you who have been listening. Um, I am so excited because I got my first email submission. Like, guys, I feel so legit because I have an email submission from a listener. (laughs) So I wanted to start off by reading their submission, and of course it's anonymous, and then we will go from there. So the submission goes as follows. Dear Allie, I've been seeing this guy for a few months and we finally had the talk about being exclusive several days ago, but I had this gut feeling that something was off. Um, I did a really bad thing and he went to shower the other night and left his phone. And the one and one thing led to another and I found a flirty DM convo that he had between him and this beautiful fitness girl two days ago. Honestly, I'm not that concerned because according to her profile, she's across the country, but I keep having this feeling that maybe there are more girls. So my questions are, should I let this slide? I really like him he is basically my dream guy or should I tell him that I found the convo and then follow up question is he worth staying with XO a fellow spooky sis who is confused AF well listen confused AF I think we've all been there in this situation at one point or another um you know We get gut feelings that things are wrong, and then sometimes there's nothing wrong, and we just have anxiety about having a new relationship. But then in your case, um, you actually found proof that something is going on. So the first thing that I'm going to say is... When we have gut feelings, I actually heard this recently somewhere, and I need to find out or remember where I heard it. Our gut has like a crazy amount of like sensors inside the lining of the stomach um, that also connects to the brain. And so it's like some crazy amount that is comparable to the emotional sensors in the brain. And that's why. There's always that saying that, you know, your stomach is your second brain or whatever, you know, and that's where the gut feeling saying came from. So there's a reason that we get gut feelings, because I think sometimes we sense things that we might not see as obviously with our eyes and through our heart as then what's really happening, if that makes sense. (laughs) So you got a gut feeling because you felt like something was off. And in this case, the thing that's off is this dude that you're dating. (laughs) So something that I always will tell someone when they ask me for dating advice or if, you know, whatever, I always say, what you tolerate dictates what you will continue to allow to happen as your relationship progresses. And this is my own advice because I... I let a lot of things slide in my former marriage. And after going through lots of therapy and being removed seven years beyond my divorce now, um, I realized that I did let a lot of things slide because, you know, you love them, you care about them, you want the relationship to work. And yes, sometimes things are workable and work-throughable, but just... Keep this in the back of your mind. What you tolerate dictates what you will continue to allow to happen in your relationship in the future. So to be honest, in this situation, confused AF, um, this to me is a giant red flag. And I think you need to dump his ass immediately. So you said in your your email that you guys had had a DTR like a couple days ago or a couple weeks ago. What was it? Let's see. Several days ago. Okay, so several days ago, you you guys decided to be exclusive. And then you found this convo a couple nights ago. So it was after your, your conversation of being exclusive, you find this recent convo with him and this hot fitness girl on Instagram. Now, social media is tricky because we all, I think, fall victim to following beautiful people on there and sometimes it's just like celebrities or you know like people that you would never talk to like I for instance follow so many attractive people on there that I'm I know I'm never going to speak to although you know Pedro Pascal if you're listening I would love to speak to you (laughs) you can be my daddy any day um But then there's things like this where he's, you know, like, for instance, your boyfriend is actually reaching out to this particular girl online and they're having a flirty conversation. So I didn't see the conversation and I don't know what they said in it. But the fact that it's flirty is not good. And I know um, people may argue and say, well, it's just a flirty conversation. It's not cheating. Well, to me, that is cheating because... It's a slippery slope, you know, you start with flirty, innocent messages and then it progresses to, hey, I'm in town, let's meet up, to getting back on dating apps or talking through like WhatsApp or other secret apps, you know, where you can hide your messages or you can actually delete messages on Instagram in DMs and it doesn't show that you've deleted them. So basically in a roundabout way. I think if he's DMing one girl, the likelihood that he is DMing others is very high. Um, And maybe he hasn't yet, but I just think the fact that he's even doing it after especially becoming exclusive with you is not good. Um, You had this DTR where you guys said you're exclusive, but he's not respecting you or that decision to be a exclusive couple. The word exclusive... To me, at least, as I understand it, is you're not talking to other people. You're not flirting with other people. I mean, there could be the whole other situation where it's like an open relationship or like maybe you know about these flirty DMs already and like you're both okay with it. But the fact that you guys have never talked about it and you didn't know about it, all red flags. Um, And this signifies to me that he will continue to do things like this and maybe it'll progress like I said and become physical cheating um down the road. So basically, you deserve better. Um and I think you need to dump him. If it's going to make you feel like you have more closure or you want to communicate about it, I mean yeah, definitely I think you need to bring it up to him. Tell him that you saw it and then give him a chance to explain, although it might just end up being a bunch of bullshit that he tells you, <laughs> but I don't know, just at the end of the day, duty, uh, dating is, it's hard enough. It's spooky enough. You know, like we we are struggling out there, us single people, <laughs> it's rough. So why spend any more time or energy towards somebody that doesn't respect you? You know what I mean? Like basically at the end of the day um the dick ain't worth the disrespect honey child so i think you need to walk away and a great friend of mine said this to me recently and, it, and it's stayed in the back of my mind as a great mantra um stop trying to make gold out of shit stop trying to see this like silver lining in this person like you said well i really like him he's my dream guy If this is your dream guy, like, honey, you need to get higher standards, like make your dreams bigger because your dream guy should not be DMing other girls. Like that shouldn't be your dream guy. Your dream guy should be worshiping you and having a real exclusive relationship with you with respect. So this probably isn't what you wanted to hear, but I think it's what you needed to hear. So confused AF, I really hope that you move forward without this guy. And you move on to someone that actually deserves you. But thank you for your submission. And I hope this, uh, I hope this helps you out a little bit. (laughs) Um, moving forward with the, um, the idea of what you tolerate, you know, dictates the rest of your relationship. I wanted to give an example from my own dating experience just to further that point. So. I won't go into a ton of details cause I just don't need the, this to be a super long drawn out story, but there was a guy that I tried dating this past summer and it was long distance, like across state lines. <laughs> so the dating was a little tricky because of that, but we were both really excited about it and we would talk every day. And then I ended up going to visit him a couple times. And the first time I went out and visited him, it was honestly really great and fun. But I think I had those rose-colored glasses on. And there were a few things that I normally, I think, would see through regular eyes (laughs) and see them for what they are. But I think I was just so excited about this potentially working out that I, like, kind of brushed it off. So again, I tolerated things and I let them slide. So for instance, one of the things that really bothered me from the beginning was this is a grown man. He's 40 and he has children, but they're older. And he, as a grown man without his children, is addicted to playing Pokemon. (laughs) Now, there's nothing wrong with playing games on your phone. I play games on my phone a lot, but he was like obsessed. Like it was constantly something he talked about it it was like almost his entire personality and at first i was like oh it's kind of cute he's dorky and like i have dorky things that i like too but like constant like we went and stayed in this really cute hotel um the first weekend i went out there and i woke up in the middle of the night and he was gone and i texted him i said hey are you okay and he's like yeah i'm taking a walk outside I said, okay, whatever. So he comes back like an hour later and I was still awake and he's like, yeah, sorry, I was playing Pokemon and I caught all these really cool Pokemon. And I just like looked at him and I was like, what? (laughs) Like, uh, okay, bro, that's weird. (laughs) So anyway, um, the next time that I went to visit him, it had been a couple weeks at this point that we'd been like, quote unquote long distance dating. (laughs) So he is very exploratory with his sexuality and that's great. I'm totally supportive of people exploring things, doing whatever they want. But he wanted to do things and try things that I was not comfortable with. And I won't talk about a lot of them because I kind of just don't want to right now but um the one thing that he did want to try i was just like i just never thought that i would do this and i'm not shaming it's just i don't know like it just opened my eyes to the fact that i think this guy is into a lot of different things that i don't think i would ever be comfortable with (laughs) Not just sexually, just like in life. And and I should have seen them as these big enough differences to be like, okay, I don't think things are going to work with he and I. But I kept trying because I liked him. You know, rose-colored glasses. you You let things slide. So <laughs> the one thing he wanted to try was pegging. And if you guys don't know what that is, you can go Google it. <laughs> so... I stepped out of my own comfort zone because I was like, okay, I like this guy and I want him to like me and be happy. And so I tried it, but I was so uncomfortable the whole time. And then I literally said, I'll never do that again. And I, and you know, like, like I said, no shame to anybody who does these things. It's just not for me. And I shouldn't have to do things that I'm not comfortable with just to like, try to keep a guy liking me, if that makes sense. So, he actually came and visited me the last time that we saw each other. And this was a few weeks, maybe three weekends after the pegging weekend. (laughs) So, I like to call this third thing that happened, these are the three Ps of death in our relationship. (laughs) So, the third one happened when he came. So, the first one's Pokemon, then there was pegging. So... I'll set you up for the, for what happened. It's the last night that he was here and I had put so much thought into like doing fun things here in Utah that he had never done before. So I planned a place to go to dinner. I, we went to this really cool place up in Midway by Park City. There's this crater that's up there that's filled with like, um, you know, it's a hot spring. So it's filled with hot water. So people, and it's really deep. So people can do scuba certification there, or you can just go swimming in it. It's fun, especially in the winter. Cause it's like warm water. <laughs> so we went and did that. Um, and then we went back to our hotel that I had rented and, or booked or whatever. And granted this day alone, we had had sex three times. So we went back to the hotel and had sex for the third time. Like three times in one day is a lot, <laughs> you know? And obviously we were long distance, so you're making up for lost time. So had some sexy time. And then I happen to fall asleep. So I'm still on the bed completely naked next to him. And I wake up and he has his phone out. And I open my eyes, and my vision is just filled with this other woman's naked lady parts. (laughs) And I'm just like in utter shock. This man, literally like 20 minutes after we had just finished having sex, and for the record, he finished. It's not like he didn't. He is watching porn on his phone and jerking off next to me on the bed. So... That's the third P of death, This porn. So I'm not shaming him for watching the porn. I'm shaming him for the fact that how it came about, that he's doing it right next to me. It was just very disrespectful in my eyes. And he didn't understand why I was so upset. And it really triggered a lot for me because my my ex-husband would use porn against me he would compare me to women in porn and you know he had an addiction to it too and it really affected our sex life when we were married so that triggered a lot of things for me but then just I don't know just his like nonchalantness about it. Like, why are you so angry right now? Like I'm allowed to do this. I'm like, I'm not saying you're not allowed to do it. It's just you doing it right now next to me right after we had sex. Like, that's just very disrespectful. So long story short, we ended things and it's just, it comes down to respect. Like I was telling confused AF from her email The disrespect is not worth the dick. (laughs) Like, it's just not. Um, You deserve to be with someone who respects you and doesn't treat you like that. Like, like you're worthless, you know. Um, Or doesn't respect your feelings. You know, if you are upset about something, they don't just like try to convince you that you're wrong about the way you're feeling or whatever you know so anyway three P's of death those are things that i will i will not be tolerating in future relationships (laughs) so yeah you definitely should not overlook things if they bother you like talk to your partner about it like you should have open communication with someone especially like if you guys are seeing each other naked You can definitely have a vulnerable emotional conversation like hey something you said hurt my feelings or i'm not comfortable with this or whatever the case is like you are allowed to set boundaries you are allowed to talk about feelings and you are also allowed to break up with someone if they are not respecting you um so yeah that's my advice for today on dating (laughs) So, I also wanted to say um, Happy Chinese New Year to everybody. Um, This year is the year of the rabbit. Um, The sign of the rabbit is a symbol of longevity, peace, and prosperity in the Chinese culture. And 2023 is predicted to be a year of hope. Well, I have lots of hopes. And so I'm really banking on the fact that this little lucky rabbit is going to bring me my hopes and dreams. <laughs> um, so yeah, like, obviously I always go back to dating cause it's just a huge part of my life right now being single. Um, but yeah, I hope dating cultivate something good for me this year. <laughs> so far, I've just collected more stories than anything productive. Like for instance, I think it's time for me to close the door on Karate Kid. Um, it's, it's weird. Like we had that great date and we had so much connection and we continued to text a lot, but. There was a span of a couple days last week where he kind of tried to ghost me and I called him out on it. And then he came back with the, oh, I'm a terrible texter. Sorry, work's been busy. And I don't know, it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And going back to gut feelings, I just had a feeling that I just wasn't a priority. Because I feel like no matter how busy you are, we're all busy, buddy. Like, you can still find time to text people. Or call them or see them if they matter. So, and, you know, I'm guilty of this, too. But I'm calling myself out on this, too. But anyway, I just felt like it was kind of an excuse. And then he texted me pretty regularly for a couple more days. And then this past weekend just completely ghosted again. So I think I'm going to let him just completely disappear on his own. And just send him on his way. Because, like I said the dick is not worth the disrespect. <laughs> um, so I went on another date on Saturday cause I'm just here trying to put myself out there more than I have in the last several years. So I matched with this other guy on Bumble and we talked for like a day and then he asked me to go to dinner on Saturday. So we met at the restaurant because I refuse to let somebody know where I live until I've met them because, you know, hi, I don't want to get murdered (laughs) or be the next story on Dateline. So we met at the restaurant. He's very handsome. Um, Dinner was great. And I felt like our conversation flowed very well and we had a lot of connection and like we were being very flirty and He even mentioned like, um, you know, my, some of my kids are at my house tonight, but another night that they're not like, we should, we should hang out again. And so he's like, I'd really like to see you again. So I'm like, okay. So we walk out of the restaurant and it's closing. So a lot of people left left at this point. And I posted about this on my TikTok just because I thought it was an interesting story. And I just have to tell you, the hateful comments that I got on this particular video, and I have never gotten this much engagement on a single video on TikTok. Um, so many hateful, mean comments, and they're all from men. <laughs> so listen to the rest of the story and make your own judgments. Um, so we walk out of the restaurant, and the parking lot's pretty big and I'm parked all the way at the other end of the parking lot because it was busy when we got there and there's no lights lighting up the parking lot, it's dark you know, it's like 1030 and it's 20 degrees maybe 18 degrees outside, it's cold his car is right next to the front of the restaurant so I'm expecting him to walk me to my car just because it's a gentleman thing to do Um, and not even that, like I walk my girlfriends to their cars, like if they're parked far away or I'm like, Hey, get in my car and I'll drive you to your car. Like, it's just about being safe. Being a woman is so hard. (laughs) There's so many things that we have to worry about. Like going to our cars alone, you know, walking across a dark parking lot. It's like, men don't often have to think about this stuff the way that we do. So instead of walking me to my car, he gives me a quick hug and says, well, it's really cold, so I'm going to jump in my car. See you later. And I'm kind of like baffled. I'm like, what? And I don't say anything. I'm just like, all right, cool. See you never. And I just walk all the way to my car and I have my keys in between my fingers in case I have to punch somebody through the eye that tries to jump me in the parking lot. So I get in my car and then I drive home the 10 minute drive and I'm like so bugged that he did not walk me to my car and it really bothered me. I was like, that really bugged me. Like the fact that he's like, I want to see you again. And then he didn't walk me to my car. I was like, well, I don't want to see you again. (laughs) So then I post this on my TikTok the next day. This is on Sunday. And I kid you not, like so many hateful comments from guys. And a lot of them are like, like there's this one in particular that's like, well, did somebody walk you from your car to the restaurant? No, I don't think so. So why do you have to have somebody walk you from the restaurant to your car? Or another one was like Um All you women are asking for equal rights. Well here it is. Walk yourself to your own damn car. Or like, did you offer to walk him to his car? And like all these things. Like, first of all, to these arrogant men that are leaving these hateful comments like I said you don't have to think of the world the way that a woman does like have you ever been stalked from a building to your car probably not have you ever been stalked on a college campus and chased and then had to call the police probably not have you had somebody try to mug you in your car in a parking garage most likely probably not like all of these things have happened to me So, yeah, I think the gentlemanly thing, even if he wasn't interested in seeing me again, he should have walked me to my car. That's just what you do. Like I said, I even walk my girlfriends to their cars. It's just being safe. Like, unfortunately, our world kind of sucks in a lot of ways. And these kind of shitty things happen. So, yeah, I was fine and I ended up in my car. okay. but like, what if I wasn't (laughs) like, what if somebody did jump me in that parking lot? So, yeah, I don't know. Make your own judgments and decide for yourself how you feel about that. But the fact that he didn't walk me to my car is an immediate no on seeing him again. I will not be seeing him again. Um. So, yeah, I think I think everybody should walk you to your car, <laughs> even if you're not interested. You know, it's just a small gesture. You don't have to be a dick about it. going along with trying new things with dating this year. Um, I started this last year, but I'm trying to approach messaging and dating apps differently. So like, for instance, one of my favorite ways to like open the conversation, especially on Bumble, because the girl has to message first. I like to ask, um, do you want to be roasted or do you want to compliment? Because I feel like it's a funny way to like open up the conversation and then you kind of get to almost poke fun at something on their page like their profile but like in a in a fun way like if that makes sense um and there's this girl that i love on tiktok and i'm totally gonna forget what her name is right now but she likes to troll guys on tinder and it's hilarious the things that she says on there like she just says out of control outrageous things and it's so funny um but yeah so like trying new things with messaging has kind of been my MO lately and last year a coworker at my my job that I had before the one I'm at now she had shared this trend that was going on TikTok I think that when you message them you had to ask them what's your most controversial opinion and I liked that I was like okay I'm gonna try that so for the next you know several guys that I matched with I opened with that line and a lot of them would give me like really vanilla answers you know like oh I don't like the NBA but I watch the games with my friends and pretend that I do so I can feel part of the group and I was like oh that's kind of sweet um, And then there was another one that was like, uh, I think my mom is the worst cook in the world, but I always tell her she's the best or something. I don't know, something lame like that. But there was this one guy that made me never want to ask this question again. (laughs) So we matched, and I messaged him, what's your most controversial opinion? And he responded right away, and he was like, I don't think you want to know. And I was like, I do, actually. Like tell me (laughs) so he's like okay I don't think it should be illegal or looked down on if people want to sleep together that are related and I was like excuse me (laughs) and he's like you know incest I'm like oh I knew what you meant I'm just like do you want to further this topic like tell me more I was like kind of morbidly curious so I was like what do you mean He's like, well, if you're like second cousins or first cousins and you guys want to sleep together, but you don't want to procreate and make children, then I think you should be able to do that. I was like, what if you're siblings? And he's like, yeah, I think that should be allowed too. And I'm like, okay, that's just, I'm like, I I feel like this is just a little too dark for me. Um, and then he's like, well, come on. Like, I know everybody growing up always had like mom crushes, like on their friend's moms or whatever I'm like well yeah but that's different that's not incest he's like why well, I had a crush on my mom and I'm like what <laughs> he's like yeah my mom's really hot and I was like are you being serious he's like yeah and I'm like hold on hold on so you have a legit crush on your mom and he's like yeah I do she's she's hot and he's like you know what she's me and her are really close and she's been married to this guy for like 15 years and he just doesn't appreciate her and they never have sex because he just has no sex drive. He's like, I took her lingerie shopping and she tried things on for me and she's so hot and sexy. And I told her that and I was like, hold on, (laughs) I need to stop you. You took your mother lingerie shopping. And he's like, yeah, she showed me things that she wanted to try on and they were really hot and sexy. And I was like, okay, so if your mom wanted to sleep with you, you would do it. And it took him, A little bit to answer and then he said yeah I would and I was like um okay and I was just so in shock from like everything that he is just confessing to me and he's like I just think you need to stop judging me and I was like I think the only thing that you need is therapy and I said I can't continue with this conversation and then I unmatched with him like what is wrong with people? (laughs) I just cannot, like I cannot, like I would way rather be single and alone than with someone that wants to sleep with their mother or all the people in my last episode that married weird things like a dolphin or has an intimate sexual relationship with a piece of fence. Like I am just fine being single if those are the options that I have (laughs) like you guys. I just can't, I can't even, like, dating is such a dumpster fire. Like, why is it so hard? And I see all these people all the time that are in these relationships. They're married or they've been with someone for like a year, or a couple years. And I always, in the back of my mind, I'm like, what's wrong with them though? <laughs> and I think it's just, I'm becoming so jaded from my own experiences. But I'm really frustrated. I'm like, is it me? Like, am I doing something to attract these people and so I think my next adventure that I'm going to try is seeing a dating coach and this isn't something that I'd ever really thought about before but I know a couple people that see dating coaches and I'm like you know what like I should be more open to it I talked to a really good girlfriend about it last week and she made a good point she was like well, you have a coach that's helping you right now with fitness and nutrition, right? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, well, what's the difference of seeing a coach to help you date? And I'm like, you're right. There's not a difference. And I don't think there's anything wrong with seeing one. Um, So I'm going to try it. And hopefully next week, maybe I'll have an update on this. But like, maybe there's things that I'm doing that I don't even realize that I'm like going for the wrong people or I'm like opening up conversations in weird ways that like allow in like weirdos. Like, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying, but I'm going to try to get to the bottom of it. And I'm going to try to never match with someone again that wants to sleep with their mom (laughs) or with someone that wants to watch porn next to me, you know, or like some guy that wants to DM other girls on Instagram, like confused AF emailed about, like maybe there's something that I can change in me and the way that I perceive things and the way that I'm going for people. So that's what I'm going to go for. Maybe the year of the rabbit will bring me new dating perspective. (laughs) So here's hoping, um, Cross your fingers that I have some good updates next week. And that's it for my episode this week. So again, thank you for joining me. Um, I wish you all the happiest Year of the Rabbit. Um, and again, if anybody else wants to submit, please, please, please submit to me. Because I, I want to hear your stories. I want to hear if you need some advice on something. Like whatever you want to send me, please send me. Um, it will be anonymous unless you tell me you don't want it to be. Um, the email is spookysispodcast at gmail.com. That's S-P-O-O-K-Y-S-I-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Um, so yeah, send me all your emails and I will see or speak to all of you, <laughs> since I can't see you, um, next week. So yeah, um, stay spooky, and I'll be back next week. Bye.